0: Hey everybody, how y'all doing? Welcome back to another episode of Everybody's Homegirl Podcast with me, your favorite homegirl, Tracy Cass. There are a few people that I love to have great discussions with about politics. I can't talk about it with everybody because I'm an empath and I take everything personally. So when things happen in the world, I just get beside myself. (laughs) My spirit is truly vexed. But there are some people that I find extremely smart and intelligent and I know I can learn a lot from. One of those people is Will Pugh. I invited him back on the show to discuss the Voting Rights Act, Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin, and how the Biden administration is doing so far. We have a really great discussion and I think going forward, Will will be my featured Southside political commentator. If you will. Anyway, I had a really great time having this discussion. I hope you enjoyed as well. Stay tuned and enjoy. Last September, the political landscape in this country heated up. And we had everybody giving their opinions and outlooks on what we should do as a black community, including Ice Cube. And I became involved in a debate on Facebook about Ice Cube and his statements about withholding the black vote. As expected, some people felt like Ice Cube was the next coming of Malcolm X and others felt like Ice Cube was trash warmed over. It was an interesting conversation to have, but the comments were definitely evidence of how polarized we had become, even within our own communities. It brought back an old memory I had of an argument that almost tore my family apart. When I was in high school, George, Big Daddy Bush, ran for president on the Republican ticket. I don't even remember who he ran against. I think it was Walter Mondale. But what I do remember is that my family was and is solidly Democrat. We didn't care who the candidate was. We voted Democrat because we knew Republicans were not for us, Black people. I couldn't even vote. But when it came to voting and politics, I was trained by my family, particularly my granny, to vote down the block because there was strength in numbers. Don't let the man divide and conquer. We stuck together. Jesse Jackson was even running for president at this time and we rooted for him, but we knew white folks ain't gonna vote for no black man, not them. So we supported the candidate who was more closely aligned to the needs of the black community and we voted along party lines and that was straight democrat well this particular year my which was 1988 my uncle Clyde was visiting from california for some reason he asked my uncle buck who he was voting for in the election buck is the community activist of the family as a kid i never knew buck to ever have a traditional job he always worked for people running their campaigns. Candidates for city council, commissioners, judges would hire Book to put up signs, make calls, and galvanize the community. He would also call local radio stations and flat out call out the officials he didn't think were doing a great job. He was known for protesting about issues he felt were important to the community. When my nieces and nephews were in elementary school, book and a handful of residents staged a protest in front of the school because it was low performing however the school got a new principal so my sister asked him to stop because she had joined the pta and wanted to give the new principal a chance but had it not been for her he would have kept protesting he was definitely a voice for our family and i would like to think a voice for our community so when Clyde asked him who he was voting for And he said, George Bush, we were all shocked. It was like time stood still. And my granny, sisters, my Uncle Billy, my Uncle James, we were all in the den with our breath caught in our chest. I swear the whole room had to clutch their pearls. And notice how we're always together in the dining room slash den. It's like the heart or the epicenter of nine twelve. We all looked to our granny for her to drop the hammer. She was the OG voter. She taught us all about the power of the vote. She worked the polls and never missed an election. Surely she would let Buck know that he was betraying the code. Nope. She just shook her head, took a long drag on her cigarette, followed by a cup of coffee with two spoons of cream and sugar and said, not a word. But my uncle Clyde, Clyde dropped to his knees in tears, literally. I can't believe you. I can't believe you are voting for a Republican. All of our heads turned to watch Clyde. The oldest of his siblings weep about the fact that his brother, the baby boy, had betrayed the voting code. Straight Democrat. It felt like a really bad tennis match. As our heads turned again to the volley of Buck who simply said in a way that was part asshole and part shock. Nigga, this is my vote. i vote for who I want to. They cussed each other out for a good 10 minutes. My uncle Clyde cried and they didn't speak for probably almost a year. Bush won and he continued his racist began under Ronald Reagan. But we made it through, as we always do. And that, my friends, is your Southside Chronicle for the week. Stay tuned and enjoy. Remember, don't let politics divide you. We can agree to disagree. Thanks, and have a great day. (laughs) hey will (laughs) hey tracy how you doing doing pretty good
1: tracy
0: welcome back to the show yay
1: thank you you for inviting me i always invite you you at
0: the last minute (laughs) right right.
1: i guess you ain't tired of my craziness
0: (laughs) i am not i like talking to you about politics you need to talk to my mama
1: <laughs> i do need to talk to your mama you keep saying that i'm at the wrong body one day i'm gonna have to let
0: you talk to listen she'll keep you going she's smarter at this than me because she watches the news all day every day i get i can't take it i'm an empath so i feel like the world is dying and jesus coming back on the cloud <laughs> so, i should i'll watch a little bit and i turn it off i will watch it and then when I go. Right, I'll talk to her about it and then she go too far, and I'm like, okay, mom, I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> you go, you,
1: you leave and go to your happy place at that point. <laughs> yeah,
0: I guess I need to remind and let people know who I have today on the show. I have my returning political commentator, <laughs> Will Pugh. I'm so glad I don't have to introduce you again, it makes things a little bit easier. <laughs> So we're gonna to talk today about all things politics and what's going on in the world, well, in the United States right now, because it's a lot going on and you listen. I'm just like, Lord, if you're coming back, you know, I wild out a little bit to about 30 minutes before you come back, and then I get my life
1: right. <laughs> oh, so you want a heads up? You know, the Bible said you ain't getting no heads up. Right. You want a heads
0: up. No okay. man knows right. the, the hour. <laughs> I'm like, that's not fair, Jesus. <laughs>
1: to get a special treatment.
0: <laughs> you like trying to watch yeah. for your mama right before you get that ass whooping.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how he knows y'all. So he knows how y'all going to act. So that's why I ain't going to tell y'all. Exactly. So right.
0: we're going to do, I just want to put a disclaimer out there. We are not professionals. We're just people who care about what's going on in our world. And so everything we say. It's our opinion and it has probably not been researched, at least not on my part.
1: <laughs> <laughs> at least Take not, it
0: <laughs> right, not on my part. So if you call or, back. Or, or
1: if you hear it, go and research it. Right? Yes. Go, go and research, and
0: research do. does not include Facebook.
1: <laughs> right. Especially not Facebook memes. <laughs> Social media of any kind is not research.
0: No. Researched. Go to the library or at least use Google. <laughs>
1: Yep. Appropriate. Some reputable source. Right. If you so, ain't never heard of the site, don't
0: uh, it if you don't end at org or com, just keep it pushing. <laughs>
1: and hotel
0: theology and philosophy does not count. <laughs> nope. Everything's nope. a conspiracy. So we're gonna Everything. get to it. I guess I kind of review, we're gonna talk a, a bit about today about the voting rights act. Um Kirsten Cinema, or is it Kristen Cinema? It's spelled Kirsten. And Joe Manchin, the infrastructure bill, Colin Powell, Colin Powell, and his uh, Donald Trump tweet. (laughs) And then we're going to wrap up um, and we're going to talk a bit, just discuss Biden's administration so far, maybe give it a grade, what we think, how he's doing based on the promises that he has made. So, first up, let's talk about this Voting Rights Act. Voting Ra- Rights Act of, well, really, it's the uh, John Lewis Act. But I want to give some background. The Voting Rights Act of 1965. What's important about that, I had to do a little research today, is because that act had a provision, a temporary provision, where it created like this formula where it gave the government oversight of certain states and communities that had a history of discrimination. And anytime that they wanted to change a policy in regards to voting procedures or policy, they had to get permission or review from the U.S. District Courts or the U.S. Attorney General. And if they found that those policies were discriminatory in any way, they would not, they could knock it down and tell them go back to the drawing board. So the the formula or the provision section five was only five years. It expired in 1970. That Congress felt like, okay, we still need it because those states are still participating in those practices. So they reviewed it or renewed it for seven years in 1975. Well, they reviewed it for five years. It ended in 1970, the 1970 Congress re- renewed it for five years. And then 1975 Congress renewed it for seven years. So in 1982, they looked at it again and say, well, you know what, let's go ahead and renew this for 25 years. <laughs> and then in 2006, they renewed it for another 25 years. So that lets you know pretty much these states and communities, which concluded, included like Alabama, Mississippi, you know, the typical Southern Belt Confederate places. But in 2013, the Supreme Court basically gutted the Voting Rights Act by striking down that provision, saying it was no longer necessary. Basically, we had a black president and that the United States was no longer racist. Fast forward probably two weeks after that, North Carolina and Texas started immediately implementing like really extremely strict voter ID laws. And so now we're at this place where we're seeing, it seems sudden, but it's not. This has been ongoing where you have places like Texas, Mississippi, Georgia, trying to really go back to voting restrictions so strict that it discourages black and brown voters from voting. They're almost discriminatory again. And because section five is no longer in place or it's been so diluted, it doesn't have any teeth to it. There's really, at this point, nothing else that we can do as far as the Voting Rights Act of 1965 is concerned other than Congress could restore or recreate another section. They can come up with a different formula. But what they're trying to do right now is vote on the voting rights, the John Lewis Voting Rights Act. And I think what, two, three days ago, um, the Senate voted not to advance discussion. So much so that Chuck Schumer had to vote no for the bill on purpose so that later on he can bring it back up for vote. So that's my Southside version of my political research commentary. So let's get into it. So I guess my question is why I wanted to talk about it was, in my opinion, I feel like this is partly the voters fault. So First, I'm gonna let you go. Do you want to talk first or you want to just get into the discussion?
1: Yeah, yeah. so so two, th- two things with it, right? And I think part of what you said is with the voters, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and this is goes back, and this is a broader conversation for everything we're probably talking about tonight. Um, if you want, whatever you want to be done from a congressional and presidential standpoint, if you don't send people there to do it, it doesn't happen, right? Um, And unfortunately, Democrats' margin is very slim. They don't Mm -hmm. have it in the Senate because of the filibuster, which sends me to the second thing, right? Should we get rid of the filibuster, keep the filibuster? Because they can get rid of the filibuster and they can pass it, right? Well, if they got rid of the filibuster, they they may be able to pass it, right? Um, But that has this whole other implications. And right now they can't even get rid of the filibuster because of uh, uh, Kristen Simmer and and Joe Manchin, right? Mm -hmm so they can't even do that. Um, but if there's implications, if you do get rid of the filibuster, right? Because that means when the Republicans get back in office and they will at some point, they get to do whatever the heck they want to do.
0: Right? Yes.
1: So it's just like, how you kind of look at it is, is, is a little bit different, but I, I, I do agree with that sentiment. Like if you want people to pass legislation, you know what the rules are, as they currently stand, you either send enough people to change the rules or, you said up people to, to fall within those rules. And and that didn't happen in in 2020.
0: In 2020 neither did it happen in 2012. Because in yeah. 2012 you have um Obama's in office, yeah. but we don't show up for the midterm. So he yeah. gets a Republican Congress, who yeah. of course they don't want. Oh
1: 2010.
0: Was it 2020, 2010? You're correct, because he got reelected in 2012. So you don't have the majority that you need yeah. to put people in place to really restore or strengthen what you know is coming up to be, you know, renewed. So that's my that's why I say, in a way, it's the voters' fault. And it seems like, based on what I'm hearing, everybody's blaming the people we elect and to some degree that's true but we also have to look at ourselves and say have we done what we we show up for presidential elections but anything else it's like ah mm-hmm. yeah. whatever the,
1: the until democrats election, lost yeah democrats lost seats in in uh in 2020 right in the house mm-hmm. they lost seats and i think yeah. i think people focus on the senate that the senate they democrats gain control of but we're barely
0: in in the majority yeah. right now yeah. you're correct yeah. What, is so it like about a, five or six seats we're, we're in the league? I think it's
1: three she can, that she can afford to lose. The That's not the a
0: lot.
1: It's not a lot at all. So Which is sad got to be
0: given that the, the last four years that we had.
1: Yep. Yep. But part of that too goes to the gerrymandering that mm-hmm. Republicans do in their states with the congressional district that you see that them are doing in Texas now. So mm-hmm. that plays a lot into, I mean, you go look at a congressional map in a lot of places, right? And you're like, what? kind of special person drew this map.
0: To me, it seems like when it comes to when it comes to voting, we wait till the house is burning down Mm -hmm. and throw water on it. Where the river... Right. It's not gonna burn again. You got a match on the stove.
1: (laughs) Hey, yeah, it's still simmering it over there and we walk off. It ain't even died out. Right. And I think that, and that's true because like I said, all elections are local, right? If, mm-hmm. you, if you could get people to really focus on local, the national stuff kind of take care of itself. Go back to the congressional maps, that all that stuff is covered on the Voter's Right Act, right? Which got gutted so that doesn't get under purview. So states like Texas can run ramshot and kind of do whatever the heck they want to do with those maps now. And the, the state um, uh, legislatures are the ones that get determined what that is. Right. So if you're not voting your local state senator, local uh, state house representative. If you're not really engaged in it and, and figuring out who those people are and actually going out and voting, and put the right folks in there, they get to determine that. Mm-hmm. right? They get to take that census and they get to redraw it every 10 years, how the heck they want to do it. And it starts there. Because mm-hmm. that det- then determines who can go to Congress, right? So mm-hmm. what they've done in Texas is, right, they're wiping out some some Hispanic majority districts, limiting black majority districts, right, uh, uh, keeping Republican uh, districts in power a little bit longer, mm-hmm. right, um, speak, like Collin County. Uh, so if if you don't really kind of focus at that level, you're fighting a losing battle when you think about the 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 congressional elections, the presidential elections, whatever. Right. It's whatever. Uh, But the congressional ones is ones that matter.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, But that it starts all local. So they got to jump on you. You can't do anything with it.
0: And I think that's where we even in local elections, I think that's where we fail as a party. And I'm assuming you're a Democrat. You may not be. But you, you tend to be kind of, you know, <laughs> you, you're you at least an independent. I'm, I'm a proud Democrat, at I'm, least for I'm, now.
1: I'm
0: a Democrat. So okay. Right. Uh, so listen, if you're listening and you're a Republican, you might want to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> ah,
1: stop here. <laughs> Billy. About to get raw. <laughs>
0: right. I think that's where we fail as a Democratic Party. Republicans play long game. Mm-hmm. They play chess. We play checkers. We hopping all over the place. I I know that our body, our demographics is very diverse. So you have to appease all these different people. But also at the same time, it's like we could do a better job of long-range planning and grooming people. Like we, it's almost like we have no succession plans. Mm -hmm. You know, these people get in positions of power and they stay until they die and hoping oh well that's that district is democrat and it's gonna stay democrat and that's not necessarily the case anymore Mm -hmm. you know so for instance here in um tarrant county in the city of fort worth there's been talk that our new mayor was groomed for that position and Mm -hmm. now the mayor I don't think she's announced it yet. She's supposed to be running for judge that Glenn Whitley kind of is yeah. vacating. Is it Glenn Whitley or is he in Dallas? I forget. No,
1: <laughs> um, yeah, that's y'all people.
0: And she's going to run from that. So it's like, they're all locking step. Like, I'm going to take over your spot. And so we're like running around trying to beg people. Are you going to run? Can we get, you know, versus... Yeah. Somebody being up under maybe Commissioner Brooks or under um, what's the Kelly Gray City Councilman to say, OK, I'm going to learn from you. Doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to automatically win, but you groom people for the job so that people get to know you ahead of time. And we have we have some type of game plan, but we're at her throwing darts and they got long range rifles.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm, a you know, for a whole bunch of reasons, I'm a fan of uh, term limits. But yes. like I said, particularly from Black perspective, is like um, we have too many politicians, like you said, who get in office and stay there forever. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's not how it's meant to, to be. That's, how, that's not how it should be. It's not effective that way. Um, and we don't we don't groom one another. Right. We don't groom mm-hmm. our young people to go into politics and stuff like that. We, we just don't somebody's trying to hold on a seat and they've beaten mm-hmm. down anybody who's even thinking about challenging them um and so until you can kind of get your hand around that and get more people engaged because that's how i to get people engaged you can't tell people all oh, don't run for office and you, it any time for you to run for office yet but you want them to be engaged in politics they're not going to do it they won't they, it's like what's in it for me what am i getting from it like they, want, right. they want a little bit more than that versus you just said oh, I'll wait your turn you know basically wait until i die Right. I remember um at church one time our pastors uh uh um, after service, this is pre-pandemic course, uh after service asked all the people, uh the y- younger folks to stay behind. And um, and he wanna talk to us about, you know, being more active in ministry and stuff like that, right? And so and he knew one of the reasons why younger people weren't, right? And he said he said, I know the old people not gonna want to give up, you know, and just back off where, but you kinda gotta you know, wrestle it from them or whatever the case is. And, and I'm thinking in my mind, like, man, you crazy. I'm not about to come up here and, 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 and fight with an old person and give him a heart attack uh, so I can take over the parking lot ministry. That's not <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> right? And so you lost me right there. Um, I'm just not, right? Let them do it, whatever. And then when they all died, then the church just screwed up. Um, and that's the same thing with politics. It's like when, you know, the old ones finally pass off a, a scandal hit or something, you ain't got nobody lying and wait because you haven't been training nobody. You haven't mm-hmm. been grooming anybody. Um, and then um, and then the other part about it is like unchecked power, right, when people have been in power too long, you get a whole bunch of other issues there where they're not effective anymore because their focus is not on the people that are representing. They're focused on their own self-interest. You mm-hmm. find me one politician who's been in office over 10, 15 years that they're not looking at for their suffering, And that's the majority of what they're looking at. Well, I then
0: we you. this is going we're gonna segue on into the next topic. I might touch on voting rights act again, which is it don't even have to take 10 or 15 years. Look at Kristen Cinema. Hmm. She yes, she's been in, in the there man, with one. With one <laughs> <laughs> and, well and I, is well some, some people,
1: some people touch, right? They they just she she's something wrong with that lady. Something's wrong with that lady, right?
0: She's something been in the office.
1: <laughs> Something's wrong, but but she better be careful because she's not a mansion, right?
0: No, Manchin, Her...
1: Manchin knows his state, right? He knows exactly what he's doing.
0: Okay, let me give people some background just in case they don't know. Kirsten Cinema is a, a senator from Arizona, and she was elected in um a Democratic primary. She's the Democratic candidate from Arizona, and. She had some Republican people and independents who supported her, but the majority of the people who campaigned for her were Democrats. And she campaigned on Democratic issues like climate change, uh, Obamacare, um, voting, things like that. It was more of a progressive agenda that she campaigned on that people supported her for. Joe Manchin is a senator from West West Virginia. Virginia. West Virginia is a red state. He is a Democrat, but he has Republican conservative agenda because a lot of people in his state are still Republicans and conservatives. However, he's able to campaign on I'm here for the working man. But bottom line, he's still conservative, so he can't lean too far to the left. Otherwise, they're going to swing right back over to conservative candidates. So he has to be really careful in how he manages his votes and what he takes a stand on. I'm here for the working man, but we can't tax the rich too much, you know you you can't you can't tag our grandkids with these big bills and things like that. So that's typically his stance. He doesn't want to get rid of the filibuster because his stance is if we get rid of it now we get everything we want. What's going to happen in 6 years if the Republicans take control of the Senate again? All they're going to do is come back and flip over everything that we voted to a, to implement and they're going to reverse it and you're going to have this ping pong game of we're in power we get this now we're in power we get this which is a, a legit legitimate argument cinema doesn't necessarily have a stance on why she won't, won't support the filibuster she's not talking to anybody she won't talk to her constituents she won't talk to the reporters she's not rich re- she doesn't even have any um when they, especially right now for the infrastructure bill, I've heard that Schumer and Pelosi was like, well, what exactly do you want? But she's not coming up with anything. So like, for instance, Joe Manchin, actually, for the Voting Rights Act, they vote, both voted, I think, against the Voting Rights Act. He came up with his own version of the Voting Rights Act. And thinking, okay, I can get this passed because he's more of the bipartisan, we're gonna work bipartisan, which is how our government should function. But the people he thought he could get to support it, he still couldn't, they still didn't vote for that. So people were like, well, why are you gonna write your own voting rights bill and ain't nobody gonna vote for it? <laughs> mm-hmm. So we're at a standstill basically because of two people, Cinema and Mansion. But at the end of the day, to me, it's the voter's fault because we didn't get enough people in the Senate to make a difference.
1: There, there was some, there were some other Senate races that Democrats should have won. Right? Which ones? Um, what do you think? Um, Maine is one with um, Ooh, yeah. Susan Collins. Susan so Collins. Uh, Susan Collins should have been one that would have gone out, right? That would have been an additional seat for you. And that mm-hmm. put pressure on, on Manchin or, uh, or Kristen Cinnamon at that point. But that was an easy one that the Democrats should have had. Mm-hmm. And so, it was like you gotta, you gotta send folks, you gotta send folks to, to the congress if you want them to pass stuff. The rules are the rules. Mansion is gonna be the way Mansion is. He's representing his state. People are mad at him. Democrats, liberals, progressives mad at him. He ain't doing anything that he hasn't always done, and he's gonna come around on some stuff. But he has to show that he's you know
0: he's trying.
1: He's trying. It's like I'm gonna, I'm not gonna just you know. Go in, give in on everything that they want. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm gonna fight with them. I'm gonna get a better piece of legislation and policy that you know impact West Virginians. And 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 he knows he's gonna vote for something at the end of the day, mm-hmm. right? He knows that. And so, but he gotta show that front that I'm fighting for the on behalf of West Virginia. Kristen and is like, like so I said, I I don't know what what goes on. I read today
0: yeah. that. She's been taking money from big donors, big pharma. She's visited they Europe for for donations. The they a- absolutely do. I, you can't get elected these days without yeah. big donations, yeah. which is sad. But let's yeah, so uh, talk
1: about him and the amount He's gotten from the oil and gas industry because you know he's like fight, he's fighting against the climate change side of the legislation, where cinema supports the climate change side of the legislation. So
0: it's, it's a whoever's
1: hobby. whoever's funding <laughs> you. And
0: so that's why I'm just like, I feel like as especially when I watch like progressive pundits or commentators like Mark Lamont Hill, um, Mm -hmm. Tiffany Cross, I listen to Jamel Hill, I'm on MSNBC, and it's always well, the Democrats are doing what they promised. One, we're we're not, we're 10 months in, Two, we don't have the, the majority that y'all need to have to get these things done. Yeah, we won, which was big. It shouldn't have been a big deal. That should All of these elections should have been easy given the last four years mm-hmm. that we've gone through. But given the misinformation that people believe, it was still hard to get people out to vote. And vote in a way that supported their interests. So people typically have been voting against their interests. Mm-hmm. My thing with cinema is it seems like she is a turncoat. This is what, did you ever read Ju, Julius Caesar in high school? Mm-hmm. You know, they sent it. You know, they plotted yeah. to kill him. <laughs> and I really want to, if I if I were friends with cinema and mansion, I'd be like, et tu, Brute? Y'all just, y'all, you're just <laughs> Republicans in Democratic clothing. It's just,
1: <laughs>
0: et tu, Brute. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's <laughs> like history is repeating itself or life imitated art because basically it seems, at least right now, that they're killing
1: their own party's agenda. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't necessarily think so. I think the politics just has changed a lot, right? Uh, because there, there's no more moderates in Congress, of so very few moderates in mm-hmm. Congress, right? And because of that, the moderates stand out really, really bad because there's not that many of them. And, uh, and we need moderates in Congress because just because Bernie Sanders puts forth a $6 trillion spending plan don't mean people should vote for it, right? Doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's a good plan just because he... It's like it's it's we're a race to the highest dollar, and people think spending a lot of money is giving you anything. We should know in this country we spend a lot of money on a lot of things, and it doesn't give us the desired result. Healthcare is one of them. We spend more on healthcare per capita than anywhere in the world, and we got one of the worst worst healthcare systems of any industrialized nation. Um, and so, so I, I like that moderate bent of but with a purpose. Right. Not a, not as an obstructionist, but a purpose. Let's get a better piece of legislation. Kristen Cinnamon, I don't know what she's doing. Like I said, Joe Manchin. Like I said, I tell Democrats, if you if you if, you, if he gives you everything you want, he ain't going to be in office another term. And if he leaves that office, you ain't getting another Democrat. No, uh, West I do Virginia believe that is the, is the second most Republican state in the country. Mm-hmm. So if he leaves that seat, vacates that seat, you ain't getting it right. Mm-hmm. And so that's fine, but you got to find another seat somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And you got, and that's how you got to think from a strategy perspective. And if you're not thinking from that perspective, it's not gonna matter because then the Senate will flip, the Republicans gonna come back and reverse everything that you did because it wouldn't have been implemented yet. Remember midterms is next year mm-hmm. and the Democrats are probably gonna lose one, one of the houses of Congress.
0: Especially with the way they are gerrymandering here in Texas, yeah. they've they're already at <laughs> lost. Yeah, the they're suit. likely
1: to lose the house. They're likely, highly likely to lose the house. Oh, they no. may hold on to the Senate, but they may lose the house. We're gonna
0: put it on the prayer list because. Yeah. But if you the hold on to the Senate, done. it won't matter because we still. So, it don't matter.
1: Yeah. So, because Democrats love to fantasize how much Republicans get done when they're in office, and Democrats get nothing done, they love to fantasize about this stuff, right? There are a couple of things that Trump got done in his four years. Because remember, he lost control mid in the midterms. So he didn't get a whole bunch done. The biggest thing he got done was a tax cut. Yes. Right? Uh, you f- go back to Obama. Obama, Most of what Obama got done was in his first year. He got a lot done his first year because he had supermajority in the Senate. So they was able to get a lot done. Folks sent folks to Congress at that point, and he got a lot done. But it was in that first two years or whatever the case is. And then he lost control. And then you get the kind of silliness at that point. Um, and it's, so if, if, if so, people battle to wake up from that perspective, uh, you didn't send Biden with a mandate. And uh, it, and part of it's like, I hate, I don't care for Bernie Sanders. I don't even care really for Elizabeth Warren because they sell these people on these false promises of stuff they know they can't pass. Mm. And so people buy into it. And then when they get elected, then you can't accomplish it because it's never realistic. I
0: want to jump in right there. That seems to be the progressive party. The progressive like the being, yes. AOCs yes. and the yes. Ilhan Omars mm-hmm. and that group, yeah. the clique. And that sounds it, it, cute and fly. But at the end of the day, here's what I hate. I ain't going to say I hate. Here's what I'm learning as I walk into my my seasoned years as a 50-year-old. Young people don't understand. They typically try to forget older generations. Mm -hmm. We're of the age now. We can vote. This is what we want. Well, it ain't all about you. You got two more generations ahead of you and sometimes three, depending on when folks were born, you got some hundred year olds that was born in, you know, the silent generation. So you got a couple of them, you got baby boomers and then generation before you. And we all have our wants and needs. Mm -hmm. Some of us are liberal. Some of us are conservative. Some of us are in between, but we all have tax, tax dollars and we all want to use them a certain way. So you have to build a consensus. To me, yep. we shoot ourselves in our own feet by the tactics that they use. I'm mm-hmm. not saying what they're saying is not legitimate and of concern. I'm saying how they go about it as part of the Democratic Party. If you're going you're gonna to have an offshooting and form your own party at this point, do that. Because what you're doing is killing your president's agenda because yeah, you problem. want what you want, how you want it, and everybody yeah. don't
1: believe that way. And, and the problem is like there've always been these fights, right? In a mm-hmm. party, whatever the case is. The problem now is media, social media, media. And so the first thing somebody do is leak something to the media, run to the media. They go on tip for Bernie Sanders and Joe Manchin going tip for in the media. That's that's not helpful. Um, mm-hmm. like keep those debates behind closed doors and work that stuff out, right? Because Bernie Sanders going to West Virginia is not going a pressure of Joe Manchin.
0: No, it's
1: not. Young people in West Virginia do not like Bernie Sanders. But here's
0: my thing as far as some of the progressives that I know, it doesn't seem like they want to work stuff out, period. No, they want what
1: they, <laughs> they want. It goes, what they want. Back, it goes back to Bernie Sanders, uh, Elizabeth Warren to a certain extent, AOC, a lot of those ones you called out. It's like is this or not? and you feel you about to find out because this this spending package probably, this, this gonna pass, right you think so? it's gonna pass right so it's gonna pass but it's gonna be a lot of stuff that they want it ain't gonna be in it they're gonna have to cut they, it out they're they gonna they're gonna fall in line because you you because uh, and Biden said it today when they passed Social Security it wasn't what it is today when they mm-hmm. passed Medicare and Medicaid it wasn't what it is mm-hmm. today when they passed Obamacare, it wasn't what it is today, right? You pass, you get whatever you can get passed and you let the future politicians build on it.
0: That's fair. And that's what I do like about Joe Biden. I don't care what younger people say about people being corrupt. He's a long-term congressman. He's been in there long enough to know how it works. Is he perfect? No. Has he said some problematic shit? Yes. So have we all. I have. I'm glad there were no cameras when I was in the classroom. (laughs) Because they'd be like, she she problematic. (laughs) But he understands how the Senate works. He has relationships with a lot of those people. And I think he went into it knowing this is is the long game. I don't think Mm -hmm. he inspires other people to say, listen, this is a long-term game. (laughs) <laughs> and plus he old, <laughs> and so it's like, ooh, I keep him yep. on the prayer list. <laughs> <laughs> <He used to. laughs> and also for Ka- Kamala, she was she sent it too, and that's where our, most of our fight is gonna be, if we can hold on to the house.
1: Yeah, they just need they need to they need to settle in on this. assume you're gonna lose the midterm, let's see what we can get past, All right? Because if they get these two bills passed, that's huge. Yeah. That's huge. I, mean, I was I hopeful the that we they would. We, was hoping, they will pass. They well, will
0: pass. here's when I got a little discouraged. I, that's what made me call you and say, you know what? Let me cut. I need to get Will so we can talk about it. Uh, your girl, let's just call her Cinema. <laughs> Cinema, <laughs> Bun. <laughs> <laughs> Cinema Bun. Cinema bud. She was saying that she won't approve a tax hike. On the rich, that's and that's why. why people like today. I think about five or six of her advisory board members quit, mm-hmm.
1: and then they're that's like, a, "She, she just well, don't care." Like, see, th- this I, is I, I don't want to take the conversation another direction, right? Okay, I'm a cuss. cuss. um So I won't Democrats, be the only one. <laughs> Democrats, Democrats are full of shit, right? Okay, I'm just gonna put it like that. When it comes to increasing taxes and handling and doing. What needs to be done on tax code democrats are not willing to do what needs to be done mm-hmm. uh when it comes to some other stuff that that's in this spending bill they're not willing to do what needs to be done they're full of shit like in what talk... way so ta- taxes for instance right i get tired of Bernie sanders i get tired of all democrats talking about tax the rich tax the rich tax the rich that's not what it's about what it's about at all it's about creating a fair tax system Mm-hmm. and figuring out where there's no fairness in it because the tax system used is used to drive the economy, economy. it's used to drive behavior and tax. Like the reason you get a charity deduction is to encourage folks to go out and give donations to charities, right? That's the reason they, it's a deduction, mm-hmm. right? And so, um, so the, the federal government don't have to do it, right? Because uh, otherwise some folks ain't going to be tired. Um, then, <laughs> Did you remember? There. I said that's
0: why I tied. Yeah, I'm mean, sorry, no, Lord. I tied no, because I'm supposed no,
1: to. No, no shame. Uh, uh, yes, I do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but there's some things there that uh, could be done, and it's not this mm-hmm. crazy silliness that um, uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders talking about this millionaires' tax, this wealth tax. That's stupidity, right? There's one thing in the tax code that they can raise a whole bunch of money on that is actually create a fair system. So i am give you an example. Okay. Um, if you make, if you're a married person, no, I'm going to make it worse. Uh, worse. If you're a single person and you make over $40,000 a year, Mm -hmm. the amount of money that you make over 40,000 is taxed at 22%, right? Mm -hmm. If the Walton family, the Walmart family, they make billions and billions of dollars off of dividends that they receive from Walmart. Those dividends are considered capital gains, uh, uh, income. Mm-hmm. You know what the top tax rate they pay on that? Zero. 20%. Oh, okay. 20% mm-hmm. capital gains, the top capital gains rate is 20%. So you tell me somebody who's making $45,000 on that five, And I get
0: 22 income. and he get 20. Why don't you make it 22 he, it, it, doesn't,
1: it doesn't matter if they get a billion, 10 billion, 20 billion, a hundred billion in capital gains. They're paying 20%. Mm-hmm. So right there, that system's not fair. You don't see here, not one Democrat saying that they want to change that. Those guys on Wall Street, right? They're paying that 20% rate. They call it care interest. They don't get into the technical aspects of it, but they're paying 20%. Whereas this guy here making $40,000, $50,000 a year is paying his top tax rate is 20 percent the don't, they're not working to change it. If you want to raise a whole bunch of tax money.
0: Tax that capital gains. But tax. guess
1: why you ain't going to raise it. Why? Wall Street is in everybody's pocket. Yeah. Wall Street donates money to
0: everybody. everybody.
1: <laughs> and so it's not going to happen. That's and why so, people
0: are boycotting. We're going to boycott them because they support Trump. Well, they probably support, supported Biden too. Yeah. They, don't, they they're
1: playing the averages. I'm a, when, when, one of the guys win. <laughs> when, when Trump was, you know, before he ran for office, mm-hmm. he donated money to Democrats and Republicans mm-hmm. and everybody. Because it's a do. business decision.
0: Yeah.
1: T like these companies got in trouble because they supported some of these congressmen who was who was supportive of the insurrection. And they had some of them had to start backpedaling. Toyota being one of them. Yeah. Right? Um because oh crap, I'm donating because they it's a business decision. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Like I don't know where, which way is who going to be in office. It's one That's of business.
0: you, one of you will win. So I need to hey, somebody's going to win. It's like a it's gambling. Only, it's like a horse whoever race. Whoever won, it's
1: like remember that money I gave you? let uh, because it gives you it gives you a uh, 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 willing ear. It
0: mm-hmm. Gives you
1: access. Right? I,
0: well, I do want to say this. We are gonna move on, cause you know we'll talk all night. I gotta go to work tomorrow and be on time. Ah. <laughs> no one hears that. I'm gonna edit that out. It. Shut up. <laughs> you need to be back in the office. <laughs> I'm, I go ahead. I'm proud of you. What? <laughs> you didn't know how to act. Right, We're we gonna talk about how long I
1: was at lunch, baby. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, mean. I, I, I ain't gonna. We ain't gonna say it on. Um, I don't forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> the infrastructure bill. Mm-hmm. I am glad, even though it seems. Here's what I th- I think. I think Biden probably. You know how you say, well, I'm gonna shoot for this, but I really realize I'm gonna get this about here. I think he went high knowing, okay, this probably is really more realistic. That's and I'm what you gl- do. yeah, I'm and I'm glad to see, even though it gets discouraging, I'm glad to see people see how government really works. Like this yeah. happens all the time. We saw There's it with Obamacare. You know, uh, I remember when Bill Clinton was in office, they he shut the government down a couple of times for them to make some decisions on some things. And I'm just like, okay, this is government at work. And so I'm glad yeah. to see that. But what I hate, is, like you said, is the social media aspect of it. And in this way, I'm going to kind of pivot a little bit and go off my agenda with the whole Facebook whistleblower and how Facebook has basically inflamed, they know that people are, that basically they need to be regulated because they know that people are putting false information out there to such a degree that it's dividing everybody. And I watched um, 60 Minutes a little bit and the woman who's the whistleblower said that there are whole countries who, Facebook is their news and you have foreign officials writing Facebook to say, hey, get a handle on this because they're forcing us to be extreme. And that's what made when you um, talked about um, Bernie and Manchin being like extreme on extreme sides, sides, half of it is because they have to be, it seems like, because people are so divided. And I just want people to be, I wish people would read more and research more. I want old newspapers back. Here's Mm -hmm. why I say Mm -hmm. all of that. Because it's like we can't think for themselves. Right before I got on the call, CNN was on. And there's a governor's race in Virginia. Mm -hmm. And it's tied at 46, the Democratic. Person is tied with the Republican. The Republican nominee has caught up. And it's because they had this woman on there who's they've been in early voting now for 35 days. And she's a volunteer. She's walking up to people talking, and she's like, people are concerned because you know the whole Dominion uh, voting machines. And I'm like, how many times can we say and show this is not true? Like nothing happened, but people continue to believe. And they call it the big lie, just call it a lie. You putting these tag names on it, you're lying. You're just lying. I think we need to go to a certain degree. We need to go back to the streets. Nigga, you're lying. Just just stop (laughs) lying. Call it what it is. Calling it the big lie makes it seem like it's comical or something for TV or a catchphrase when, when in actuality, you are putting the integrity of a system in question. And it bothers me that we don't think enough for ourselves or use logical reasoning to say, you know what, let me figure out for myself what's going on. If the social media said it or they read it on a meme, damn it, it's true. And that's what bothers me.
1: Uh, And I think I might've said this before on another one. I can't remember I've said it before, but uh, the the chief justice of the U S Supreme court, uh, John Roberts said it a couple of years ago, he wrote uh, uh, something. And he said, um, you know the problem in this country is like you don't have an informed electorate exactly. and when you don't have an informed electorate go back to what you said people need to read then you go and get into trouble and the only thing that keeps, protects us from that is regulation which is difficult right now to do mm-hmm. it's difficult to do regulations because one party is not going to do it because it, 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 the chaos has been in them right now and so and what citizens need to step back and understand is it makes us vulnerable Yes. It makes us so vulnerable as a nation because we're not focused on what we're supposed to focus on. So we're, we, we have lost an edge with China and Russia. Oh, Russia playing us like some
0: fools. Yeah. A lot of this yeah. stuff going on, it's,
1: I believe they're behind it. You keep going and talking about the of elections and that the integral elections is bad when they're not. They're not perfect, they're not, but they're really, really, really good it's like taking that focus off where it wants to be and and keep it. Even though silly uh, uh, man that used to be our president going around telling people they shouldn't vote until they figure out the twenty twenty thing. It's like I'm like was, okay you know, from, from let a all Democrats vote. Vote. don't vote. Don't <laughs> vote. Listen to y'all leader. Do not vote. Right, but that's not what's in the best interest of the country. Right. Those folks need to go out and vote, and then you vote based on informed basis.
0: And here's the because thing, what, what frustrated me this past, well, right now, it's when we lose, we, we live with it. Y'all lost, mm-hmm. live with it. We'll that be fine. Wrong. If you say, you know, in four more years, we do this again and it's going to flip, and we're going to be all right. I and mean, if it don't we've flip, been, we're going to be all right anyway. We've been
1: doing this for a long time. <laughs> and I, th- I also
0: have to remind people that America really is an infant country compared to other places. To the, yeah. It so is, is Canada. We're very much instilling our, in our infancy.
1: Ex- we still experiment, apparently. Mm, yeah.
0: <laughs> Colin Powell. Colin Powell.
1: Is it Colin or yeah. Colin? Colin. 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 General. General. Secretary, General. Sorry, General. Right. Titles, right. Secretary, Secretary. Secretary. Um, Powell.
0: Powell passed away this week. And your favorite president tweeted about it. First of all, you want to talk about the tweet first? you want to talk about how you felt when he passed away?
1: You talk about the tweet first. Let's talk about this tweet. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So all the
0: presidents that. just being so, you know, respectful, even if they didn't agree with them, then here come this fool. Mm-hmm. Wonderful to see Colin Powell, who made big mistakes on Iraq and famously so-called weapons of mass. Do <laughs> you know how petty this is? He sounds like he's gossiping. This is t- Trump, so-called weapons of mass destruction. Be treated in death so beautifully by fake by the fake news media. Hope that happens to me someday.
1: I'm like, are you wishing death on no. yourself? <laughs> you no, know it ain't gonna happen. He said
0: he was a classic rhino. Even even if even that, always being the first to attack other Republicans, he made plenty of mistakes. But anyway, may no, he rest Trump. in, may he rest he in att- peace.
1: <laughs> he attacked you. He attacked you. Let's be clear. <laughs> he attacked He didn't like you. I think it was um, the but
0: anyway. I was like, this, <laughs> if this ain't the messiest, the <laughs> because he, he didn't endorse
1: him. That's what that was about. I mean, because he was it's, trash. Like, yeah. And, and, and the funny thing about it is, like, one of the things he said about him, he's talking about this, and he could take up, he could learn a lot from Gold Down uh is he's talking about the weapons of mass destruction and colin powell's the one who went to the u.n and said there was weapons of mass destruction in, in iraq right he owned that
0: yeah he owned because they he lied said, to him
1: but he was in charge and he but he didn't he didn't go out and say you know they lied to me da, 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 da. Uh-huh. he said no nope, he said this is a blot on my record right because mm-hmm. i went out there and defended it and i should have done a better job trying to vet it because he went to represent the Bush administration to convince folks, right? And they sent him on our tour. Because guess why they sent him? And they didn't send Donald Rumsfeld, was the defense secretary. Well, they, no they don't want to listen to his old silly self. They sent Colin Powell, somebody who had, who had credibility. Oh yeah. And they sent him, it's and he was the one supposed to go and convince people. And, and but he owned it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He owned it. He didn't come up with a bunch of excuses. He owned it. And so your former president could take a
0: lesson from that. Yes, know. he could. So could we all. <laughs> Definitely.
1: Yeah,
0: it, uh, that's all I got to say about that. I didn't post about Colin Powell because, again, I'm a diehard Democrat. and yeah. I ain't going to say I, I disliked like him. him. I did not. I didn't hate him or like I I was proud of the fact that he was a black man who had... Mm-hmm. Gotten as far as he did, he was always a good, positive role model in that way. But supporting George he, Bush, he, I was like, Oh, hell, he,
1: he actually was more representative of a lot more black, black folks, Yeah, you think, I learned yeah, that afterwards, black, though. black Christians, mm-hmm. because of how they been. He was one of those black Republicans that was liberal when it came to social,
0: social, people,
1: right? And, and that's fair, and other stuff, and in defense and stuff like that, it was more, um. Conservative, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of black folks that fit in that bill.
0: People right? don't realize that we may vote Democrat, but a lot of
1: things, yeah. we will but they be won't conservative vote for Republican because they can't see themselves. As a, if if Colin Powell had ever run for president, I'm not saying he would have won. I think probably would have he voted had for a good him. Chance of mm-hmm. winning. He's one Republican I could have voted for. Yeah, right. Um, and he probably could have if if the conservatives actually had would get behind would have gotten behind him, which I think they would have. Um, he would have won because he would have pulled a, a, a chunk of
0: the the military, black, black people, mm-hmm. Christians. And yeah. had he won, depending on who the Democratic person was, I probably would have voted for him, you know? Yeah, I didn't hate, hate him.
1: I just was like, man. Eh. Because I don't like every Democrat candidate runs so the office. Exactly.
0: And Period. Of them,
1: it's like, like, you literally hold your nose and vote for him. You'd be like, this is all we got. Yeah, but like,
0: I think I learned to appreciate him more after he passed away. Well, not after he passed away, after he um stopped being in of office, mm-hmm. yeah. and when he was brave enough to call out people like Trump, like yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you remember
1: he was brave to endorse Obama. That was a brave thing. Yeah, right? it because was. He that because Obama wasn't running against Trump, he was running against John McCain. Yeah, that was, was a he? big deal, right? And he no. Colin Powell knew John McCain very well. All right,
0: Colin. I'm sorry. I should have did, I should have respected yeah. you more.
1: I, I said he was, he, cause what he, you think about what he accomplished? Mm-hmm. That was huge.
0: Exactly. During that time, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just like, so that's what I felt. It's like, oh man, you know, and he was a voice of truth in a time when the truth is not valued. Mm-hmm. Yep. his party, like speaking up yep. and I appreciate that. So I really yeah. hate he didn't that go
1: thing. by the wayside when he kind of got out of that whole ring. Mm-hmm. He was doing a lot of service stuff with uh, I forgot the name of the organization he's working with but he uh, he kept he kept going like, mm-hmm. until the point that he died. He was, that yeah. was on the move and there's a lot of people who's not doing that. Like I said, when they say you live a life of service, he lived a life of service.
0: And that is not Trump. That is it's not all Trump. about self-interest. Nothing, man. And that's first. true power it's serving others. <clears throat> I, I hate to make yep. this a, a religious conversation, but Jesus washed Peter's feet, yep. not the other way around. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when we realize that it's about serving others. And that's why if in some ways that where I am conservative, for instance, in a lot of, uh, say, it, um, civil marriages and stuff like that, or abortions, that don't serve me, but it serves someone else. And yep. so I'm okay with you doing what mm-hmm. you do for your own family and your own self, because that don't impact me, but you want to live the best yep. life for you. And I can't force my beliefs on you, but I can stand with you in making sure you leave a lead a safe, healthy life. And so in that way, I'm just like, you know, we're here to serve each other. Yep. But and people focus on that, and learning. That. That's
1: what that's when politicians. Pastors, people mm-hmm. in those type of positions, they lose sight of that because you tell some pastors to go around and watch some some homeless man beat or something and see what happens. You're gonna get your oh. feelings hurt. Um and, I, and you notice the Pope does it, right? Mm-hmm. it's symbolic, but this is uh of that, but it's 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 symbolic of like you said, that service. And that's where you know when people lose sight of when you forgetting who you serving. Mm-hmm. And you why are you doing why you are where you are. Like people, I mean Politicians are notorious and pastors are losing sight
0: of that. Yes. Um,
1: and that's when you get in a bad spot and not and become where you're not effective. But
0: So um, we're doing good. We're, we're going to go ahead and tackle this last subject the Biden and administration overall. <laughs> so when Biden got elected, he, well, when he was running, he made a lot of promises. Let's just review them real quick. <laughs> <laughs> He, he he talked about you know restoring the Voting Rights Act. You know he 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 thanked the black people in, in the speech. It brought a tear to my eye. It's like we get acknowledgement <laughs>
1: to the blacks. I want to thank you. I was about to say so much. <laughs> but he did Voting Rights He
0: wanted to bring the George Floyd Policing Act. Wanted to get that passed. Talked about. You know, strengthening the infrastructure, making sure climate changes. uh, We cover that again, get back into a Paris Accord, restore America's global prominence, you know, Mm -hmm. strengthening our foreign policy, which Donald Trump had. Listen, I'm sorry if you don't cuss, but Trump administration just fucked up. It's just obliterated. (laughs) Didn't nobody want to fuck with us. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) America became the niggas of the world. <laughs> no one wanted to fool <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> Lord, she needs it,
0: COVID-19, he had to tackle that. Uh, Promise to tax the rich and keep Obamacare in place. So <laughs> on a scale of one, <laughs> Pretty much, we we he started out strong. Came in with that vaccine, which was already in place. You know, I'm gonna give Trump yeah. administration and that credit.
1: Some, some infrastructure around rolling
0: in. right, and put that in place. <laughs> what, the um, I think the Obamacare went before the Supreme Court. It kind of stayed in place. He had a bunch of executive orders. You know, some mask mandates, and but pretty much right now we're kind of stuck. So,
1: what are you? I don't thoughts? necessarily agree with that. That we're stuck, oh, right? Okay. Um, and so he's because remember one thing: we like we just in we're just in um, in, in October. <laughs> we are only in October.
0: In October. Right? This is the um, first quarter. It's the first year. We still yeah. got three more quarters to play so, and a halftime. Um,
1: I think, and in, 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 like I said, we were in a good spot. It's you mm-hmm. know, it's almost you know, when Obama came in office, there was a lot of stuff going on. A lot of issues need to be dealt with. And Obama had the same issue, right? They was working away, but they weren't beating their chest on, on some of the things that they were able to do and accomplish, right? Mm-hmm. And so the same thing is here. It's like, they're willing away. Uh, and I don't, I, black folks don't need to get discouraged. Some of the stuff that they're doing over in the justice department, um, just on the fact that you have a justice department now that's gonna fight some of these uh, 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 police cases and stuff like that, or trying to change some of the rules and how the justice department looks at some of that stuff. Um, that in itself is different. Could you imagine with Trump being in office now with abortion law in Ooh. Texas with the Trump justice department that so true. before the firm, before the Supreme court. So we got to understand that, that there's a lot of stuff happening that you may not see, mm-hmm. right. But it's still kind of going on. And so, and cause there was a lot to tackle. COVID is still the primary thing that we need to be dealing with. That's um, true. And, uh, and I think they made a lot of progress on that, but you're just dealing with stupid people and that's the problem. And you can't, you can't do anything about that. We just got stupid people. Um, and so I think he's making a lot of headway because I think in all those areas he made headway on, but politicians gonna make a lot of promises and some of them they know they ain't gonna be able to achieve. That's true. We, I, I could have told you the George Ford Policing Act was never gonna happen. The Voting Rights Act is never gonna happen unless you get rid of the filibusters. Those two were just never gonna happen. It shocked the heck out of me that the Republicans came on board with the infrastructure bill. mm mm-hmm.
0: wow. Why did it shock bill.
1: you? Um Why is it they will gonna get that they don't want to give nobody credit for something. That's a that's a feather and Biden's cap mm-hmm. to get a bipartisan infrastructure bill is a feather in his cap, right? Should have been bipartisan, heck yeah, it should have been more bipartisan than what it was. But they ain't trying to give nobody no credit for anything. Are you kick Especially me? right before the midterms. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so uh so that was actually, I thought was really good. The uh even like a lot of people look at the whole pulling out of Afghanistan thing. That's Ooh. really bad. And I think that's when his poll numbers it's start to, start to go down. down. yeah. That was the boldest and baddest thing that any president in the last 30 years or 40 years has ever done, right? I'm getting us out of there. I don't give a damn how we coming out, right? Because the military has lied ever since we went there. Mm-hmm. They told a lie from day one. And we should have been there. Mm And we should we should have done what we did and got we didn't even have to put a troop on the ground to do what we need to do in Afghanistan. Not one troop need to be on the ground. Um, And so him pulling out, like I said, was it messy and pulling out? Yeah, it was going to be messy anyway. There's no way you was going to pull out there and not be messy. Right. And part Um, of the
0: problem with how we had to leave was because Donald Trump made that agreement with the Taliban. And got nothing in return. The Gave them everything and got nothing in return. Yeah, and yeah. so, and the um Afghanistan leader, like, took just kind of caved. Yeah, like, <laughs> hey, shit,
1: they <laughs> coming. They didn't defend Kabul. They didn't defend <laughs> it. Right. Not one shot was fired. Not one shot was fired to he defend Kabul. Like, <laughs> Not one. They
0: mm-hmm. took tail and ran. So, and people have to understand that and I know I'm getting off on a rabbit trail with the Afghanistan war, but it doesn't just go back to the Afghanistan war. Those people have been at war since the yeah. Afghanistan Revolution in the 70s. So that's been going on for years. The whole uh, years, decades. out forever.
1: Right. Right. It, it, it's, it's like go over there, do what you need to do. And then do whatever mm-hmm. cases. so. Whatever case is. So I give him big thumbs up for that. I give him thumbs up. I'm, listen, you probably about the only. Uh, like I said, the voter rights thing and the George Ford Police Act the things that need to happen, mm-hmm. they're just not gonna happen unless we get rid of the filibuster. Mm-hmm. That's just that's, that's And that's
0: it's just fact. danger in that. I'm even in favor of a, some type of reformed or modified filibuster, but we can't keep.
1: Yeah, I, I, I
0: almost not operating.
1: Like we 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 need to go to more chaos. Probably I don't know. And it may be, it, we need to get rid of it and let people see what happens when you too much infight or whatever. But, cause it, it ain't, we don't live in a democracy as much as we say we live in democracy. The, the filibuster rule in the Senate says that we don't live in a democracy. The electoral college says that we don't live in a democracy. Both of them need to go. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem right there. They both need to go. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and even, uh um, uh, and that will count. And like I said, would it get more chaotic because of it? Yep. But like I said, you can't sustain what we're having because it's just a, it's a ping pong back and forth. And so yep. in Trump's years, not a whole bunch got done. Obama's latter years, not a whole bunch got done. Biden's That's why
0: you, when, years, you a a, gonna get done. when you said he wasn't given a mandate, what do you mean?
1: when you give a president a mandate, you send, you send him to Congress to do what you want him to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you don't get a mandate by winning. You just won. <laughs> but, um, uh, but when you give me a mandate, you give me, when Obama got elected, he had a mandate, which was, huh? Well, which to, was? to do what he campaigned on the stuff. He campaigned on the promises he made on his campaign, the people liked it. They heard it. They wanted it. Mm-hmm. They sent him they sent him to the White House they sent him super majority in the Senate and a strong majority in the House to do whatever he needs to be done. so like health
0: care and stuff like that health
1: care the Bell auto industry yeah the credit card reform I mean when you there was I used to have it years ago there was a list of policies that passed the Congress in those first two years. It was a long freaking mm-hmm. list. Uh, Lily Letbetter at which kind of mm-hmm. uh, um, um, created a little bit fairer playground. He also uh,
0: appointed uh, uh, some uh, some U.S. judges, some district he judges. He appointed
1: all U.S. judges. He, uh, he um, uh, um, they did. Uh, Uh, oh, criminal justice reform. Mm-hmm. Like Trump gets credit for his criminal justice reform. Obama, uh, they passed an act that decreased the disparities between coke and, uh, and, and and crack, right? Uh, Trump took it further, which was really good. Um, but that stuff kind of passed. The one thing we did mention on Biden is the pace at which Biden is appointed getting uh, his federal judges confirmed, they say is the fastest pace since Nixon. Oh wow! I didn't know that, and that's extremely important because it goes back to what you're saying and playing a long game. And there's eight, there's eight federal judges that he's appointed that were public defenders. They said that's never happened. Wow!
0: And that's important. Here's why. For instance, right now, the abortion bill in Texas is has been
1: (laughs) going to the fifth circuit.
0: (laughs) Yes, basically, a district court judge said, "Listen, we're gonna stop this foolishness." because mm-hmm. it's written in such a way that's pretty much illegal just stop it yeah, yeah, so we yeah. put a kind of like a stay on i, mean, I know i'm not yeah, calling yeah. it the right no, thing that's right. You put, you, you. so it's not in it's not in in place right now
1: but no, no it's, it's back in place The because mm-hmm. because it went to, no no so- i'm saying the the
0: law that they instated that texas stated that was making all these Illegal rules, like citizens can turn you in. So no, now it's, it's you still, can...
1: It's it's still in place. I thought he threw that. He... The district court, your district court judge, put a hold on it. Hold on they, it. They appealed to the Fifth circuit. Fifth Circuit. Has... Fifth, Fifth Circuit is very conservative. Fifth Circuit said, "Nope." They so they've ruled on it already. Fifth Circuit ruled on it and said, "Nope." It's the the the, the law can proceed. The Justice Department appealed to the Supreme Court, so the Supreme Court is gonna
0: review it. So the, I didn't know it had uh, gone to the the Fifth Circuit yet, and that's what I was yeah. gonna point out is that that's the reason why these federal judges he appoints are important because the Fifth Circuit, which is highly conservative,
1: which think is think about this point. Think I about this: for make
0: a, a citizen turn me in and <laughs> who, who for my abortion.
1: Live here? Who
0: don't live here, and you're not even sure you're suspicious. In the what words of Sh- um, I mean? Sheila Jackson Lee, basically, what you're gonna have people doing is lying. If you're suspicious, and that's a if you lying on somebody, that's perjury. So you got comp- gonna have people committing other laws, yeah. c- other <laughs> crimes, trying to turn yep. you in for an abortion that you may not even be having. Yep.
1: So that they can't have no. Reason to know that you had it. There's no right. That's not your business. Anything, right. Ain't none of your business. And, so
0: I didn't know. Um, I, I apologize. I didn't know mm-hmm. that he had reached the Fifth Circuit already. That was quick.
1: Yeah, it's past the Fifth Circuit. It's now sitting with the Supreme Court at this point. And so they're just waiting <laughs> on them. To, well,
0: in the Supreme Court, you, you got years. six to nine foolishness.
1: Well, th- I mean, this, is, this goes back to what mean. you're saying on long game, right? Which is liberals are crazy and, and don't understand things, how things work, apparently. um, Is Obama had the opportunity to appoint a judge his last term. Right. That last seat that um, Anthony, Anthony uh, Scalia, when he passed away, Mm -hmm. didn't get it because Mitch McConnell had it. So you didn't have the right people to send the right people to the Senate. So you couldn't appoint that seat. You didn't go and vote Hillary in, which means that Trump got to fill the seat. Another seat open. He He got to fill that seat. Another seat open. And at the end, toward the end of his term, Miss McCullough applied a different set of rules there because we don't control the Senate. And then he got the point that he put three judges, Supreme Court judges in who stayed fed forever. Them dude lived like 300 years or something because we don't play long game at all. You don't think about that. The, the only people who got a check on what everybody do is the U.S. Supreme Court. That's it. And I really wish
0: they would do term limits for them. I, I think we need a constitutional convention.
1: I, don't, I, don't, I actually don't want term limits for
0: them. I do. I don't
1: actually. Because they want stay term too long. Huh? Well, it, it gives stability. It's always provided some level of stability. Even when the whole politics and the congressional ramp goes in chaos, There's a because even he got them crazies on there they ain't as crazy as they're not because they early on because it was the, some stuff the, they the, thought the, were yeah. gonna
0: pass and they were yeah. like no nah, we're the not gonna even hear this one
1: and <laughs> they they understand their place in history mm. they understand their place in the country right because well, I, they, think thing, I think two of do
0: i think two of the conservative judges do one of them i think is a little crazy thomas? kavanaugh
1: thomas, thomas I'm, I'm just don't i think he's as crazy you bitter as hell I like like to drink beer. (laughs) You know how he conducted this, go off tail again. How he conducted himself doing that here when they kind of brought him back, whatever the case is, that was disqualifying. That man does not have the temperament. No one's ever served on on the municipal court, not alone. (laughs) (laughs) But
0: there's a lot of folks like that in the municipal court.
1: Yeah, because yeah, Thomas like, needs just, to resign.
0: I mean, it's time for him to retire, but he's not going to. Thomas
1: should never have been on the court. True. He shouldn't have been there.
0: But he, again, we go back to, you know. Yeah, but,
1: but they it, was trying to put a black person on there and they put
0: the wrong one. Uh, listen, just messed list up Third Good, good Marshall's people. legacy. <laughs> yeah. So do you think we should, because um, they're saying that actually the House could expand the Supreme Court and get more seats. Do you think we should that do ain't
1: that? i wonder why not because again you got to get rid of the filibuster (laughs) yeah but it's like but i i said packing like that it's like then they go do it
0: yeah it again you have the ping pong thing
1: yeah you can't do it because i because the seats didn't go my way right i lost because it's almost like what republicans do i lost the election i didn't get to appoint these seats so what i'm doing is i'm expanding the seat so i can pull me some more people Mm -hmm. right because republicans will come back and when they win take the seats away
0: yeah, that's true. Especially so, if it does involve the Senate, and maybe I have that yeah. understanding wrong.
1: I have so, a lot of like said, so that TIF attack kind of stuff like this. People just need to, you you know the rules. <laughs> it ain't complicated, right? You know the rules. If you choose not to act accordingly, then you you're on the short end of the stick. And uh, so I I am not all about this. you know, just I, I, I'm I'm about thoughtful changes. Right? If, if you can make sense of it, that make it make sense that we mm-hmm. need to expand it in whatever case it is, hey, I'm all for it. They expanded and shrunk it before, right? Yeah. So if it makes sense, do, do it. it. But don't be doing it because of politics.
0: And I that was about to say, and if we expand it, is it just going to be more chaos at some point? Yeah. And that's where I feel like our country is right now. It seems like everything, like, I'm like, this is everywhere. This is the
1: thing, right? We've been there one day. wrote uh, versus Wade before that time period, right? We know what that's like. That's not. Uh, it's not like you know something in theory of what, what we know is going to happen. We know exactly what's going to happen. Let the court take it away. Mm-hmm. If that's what they and so choose. And here's the thing. I don't think they
0: will either, because how do I say this? A lot of people that seem to be in opposition of it are the very people that use that tool because they oh, don't want absolutely. folks to know they're pregnant.
1: Yeah, we go. They go to New York and get it done, right? Exactly. Because even if the Supreme Court and this is think about it, right, even Supreme Court strikes it down, it doesn't mean that abortions go away, mm-hmm. right? It means that states get to completely regulate abortions, which means southern states are going to get rid of it, which means you have to go to mexico uh, uh, west coast or uh, west coast, uh, uh to northeast midwest or west coast to get an abortion or because for some women it's much more expensive for them mm-hmm. to do that because they gotta travel for it right um but that, but that's basically what they would have to or do. or
0: people gonna to try it. antiquated methods or dangerous oh, yeah, things gonna, because they
1: can't if they can't afford to get that right which right the reason i'm having an abortion because affordability issue then i'm gonna go and then guess what and then that whole issue is gonna come back before And you got to deal with it at that point because now Mm -hmm. we got all these issues because people are taking these unsafe methods to have abortions. Mm -hmm. So um, so it's like, so I don't think they're going to go there. They could. I just don't think they're going to go there because I don't think the Supreme Court wants to deal with it because they know what it was before.
0: My thing is, I don't want us to get too comfortable with anything that we assume is a right because I think we got comfortable back to our first point of discussion with voting. Yeah, I think yeah. our parents fought for it. Yeah. They were yeah. able to, our parents, our grandparents, they knew what it was like. They fought for it. They made us believe it was our right mm-hmm. and it was never going away. And now look, but, and it's still there. This, this, it's just harder. The, but
1: the, yeah, but there's a difference, right? Abortion, completely out of the hands of the people. It is, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's those those conservative states because like I said, it's not going to be getting, getting rid of in the country because the the, the blue states are not going to get rid of it. So it'll mm-hmm. always be access. It may shift where people live, right? If there's something important to you, vote the vote, right? Even without voting legislation, how you get around all this crazy voting rules and laws that put in place is to actually go out and vote. Too. Yes, like is to actually get out and vote.
0: Now, one part then- of the of the the new laws that they've been doing with the that I agree with there's nothing wrong with having an ID.
1: Well, it's the intent, right? It's it's nothing wrong with having an ID, but it's the intent, right? Mm -hmm. It's because you're, it is, I don't like putting laws in place just to be putting laws in place. It's, it's, there is no, there's minuscule amounts of fraud, right? Related to voting. And, And at any rate, it ain't gonna prevent id ain't gonna even prevent it anyway fake ids all day long (laughs) um and so it's a stupid rule to put in place and your own reason to put in places and make it extremely difficult because you know in texas it was a old stupid thing when they did it in texas you had to make sure your stuff matched
0: exactly Exactly. yeah that's true even even the signature
1: created all this freaking confusion around it and and people having to uh, complete these provisional ballots. you don't know what the hell happened with those if they got counted or not um, and so it created all this confusion. So that's why I don't like it because don't solve a problem that does not exist.
0: But again, like, I think it's back to creating people, chaos.
1: Yeah. Your intent is to create chaos and keep people from But mm-hmm. this is what I would tell minorities and young folks and whoever and exclude the old people because some old people have issues with getting mm-hmm. ideas, right? Remember. If you old oh, and you their signature changes and, from year to year, like uh, and no. you had a midwife and you ain't no birth certificate, it's hard to get an ID and all this other foolishness, right? But um uh uh but for everybody else, if you're under 60, go get an ID. Get an ID. If you ain't got one, get
0: an ID. And I've even heard arguments and I'm like, that's not really a good argument. You're gonna um discourage people from getting IDs because they have warrants shit. <laughs>
1: Like what? I promise if you, you, I heard. Have a that. Warrant, you ain't going to vote no way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tell me who got a warrant and went up to the your polls. Get your
0: paid and get your ID. Like, the or they got tickets and they can't afford it. Now they can't get the ID. You need to get. Your t- and I, I know like, that's that, easier said than done. that's a different conversation. Crazy, that's yeah. that again. That goes back to local elections and municipalities and how they fund the city governments. Again, we gotta get involved and understand how things work. But again, like you said, we gotta get rid of the excuses and get involved and vote and make sure our voices are heard on every level. So we're gonna wrap up. I got two questions. Well, I got two questions, then two more. Questions about Biden administration. And yes, I got four. Two plus two equals four. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So are we gonna die?
1: Are you stupid?
0: <laughs> I'll be looking at the dude, we're going to die.
1: For the climate, for climate change or what? what?
0: Just all the chaos. I'm just like, man,
1: it's too much. I, stuff. I, I, I put, I always put stuff in, in, in perspective and in context, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, is this is never the worst. What we're dealing with is never, this is nowhere near the worst that the world has ever dealt with. Right, That's true. I'm sure the people doing World War II thought the world was ending.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, so
1: were the ones doing World War One and and the, and the Crusades and, and whatever. Battle, yeah, the Black Plague, the, small, the Plague, the Plague, especially mm-hmm. the Plague. Mm-hmm. Um, that they and so we we've not dealt worse. I mean, we dealt with a pandemic in 1918 and got through it. So we damn yep. sure gonna get through this one. Amen. Science and technology that we have. We just got a lot more stupid people now. Um, but uh, so I, I think, I, I don't, like I said, I think it's just, it's noise. And is it, you, you muddle through it and you get to a better side of something at some point. During the Civil War, people probably thought the same thing. Yeah. Right? People dying all over the place. Right. Uh, and we end up getting to a better place. And I think it's, you don't get to a better place with, with no adversity. True. Any oh, conflict cool. or experience that you have where you learn something from it. Mm-hmm. If you learn something from it, and people, because people think of things is bad or good, I don't care what it is. If you learn something from it, it's always good.
0: So I'm, I, I'm, in that way, I am glad we're going through this. So I'm hoping that we develop better citizens and young people, and even older people. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it doesn't just because we're old old or older doesn't mean we know everything about this country. There are some things that I'm like, look, we are looking on the internet to see, can the can house support the Supreme?
1: So, you know, so
0: we're learning stuff. So that's always good. So I'm glad to know that, uh, and having conversations like this, last question, based on the last 10 months, what grade would you give by A, B, C, D.
1: I would give him a so C plus or B minus.
0: Mm-hmm. I can see that. Not a D. I think he's doing a great mm. job. He hasn't. Uh, I like a steady hand.
1: Yeah.
0: And he's been steady no matter what. He has moments where he, they frustrate him and he pop off. <laughs> but it's a, it. it's <laughs> like yeah, and we need that. You know, he's a human. Yep. Yep. You know, but yeah. he, he ain't getting frustrated or flustered. I think he has the, probably those moments more behind scene, scenes, but it ain't out in front of people. He ain't tweeting every day, talking about stuff every day. It's but just he it's saw, his
1: government. He saw something in the White House. I can't remember what they said, what room in the White House where Trump has something. His, I forgot what it was. He said, what the fuck? I had to go back and see what was it that they had Trump had in there. He's like,
0: <laughs> it's good to have some normalcy.
1: Yeah, he, like he a is, normal He's he a human. I tell you that.
0: Even if you don't like him, at least it's not every like this petty shit. Like. Mm-hmm. But anyway,
1: I'm like, this, did he get this from the projects? <laughs>
0: no disrespect to the projects. Because even like, they would
1: dog the man out and just say, may he rest in peace. <laughs> like, really. I
0: ain't going to disrespect my, my <laughs> people. like
1: people gave two about right.
0: All right, going <laughs> to wrap up. So, other than your political <laughs> hobbies, your political commentary hobby, what do you do for self care?
1: Oh man, what did I do for self care. Oh, I, this is funny, right? Mm. Uh, this is gonna be funny. Talk. <laughs> uh, and does that? How does that, uh, how does that because, refuel because believe it, Believe it or not, I'm believing I'm an introvert. I'm a borderline introvert, but I'm an introvert. And I'm I'm am I'm a true introvert at heart. Like people are draining as hell to me. I was telling one of my friends today, I was like, boy, if I can find me something to do that don't involve people, that will make me happy. Cause then you know, get on my nerves. And so uh uh because I think for me, that helps me when I the more I talk about something uh, whatever the case is, because otherwise I can I have it, I because I was like this when I was younger. I will bottle stuff in, right? Mm-hmm. and i was just, and i will i will blow up on you and you'd be like what the hell happened and you probably <laughs> did something to tick me off but you got whatever you did and then what 10 other people did right and so i kind of figure out that and start just like okay dude you just need to say it and, and not trying to hold it in and just really just let it let it loose, whatever, and where it's not a big kind of thing when you when you kind of do it but um and I, I manage it a little bit better that way. It's like you know, whatever. And people call me direct. They call me mean. They call me asshole. They call me whatever the case is, right? Uh, because you gonna get what you gonna get, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But it, I, ain't, I ain't got time to sugarcoat it and stuff like that. And so I was like, that's my self care, my self help, because you about to you about to you about to let it loose at that point. I'm um, gonna pray but, that
0: but... you learn to speak the truth in love. <laughs> It's in
1: love. I mean, (laughs) it might not appear to be in love, but it might be some profanities and expletives and stuff that kind of comes along with it, but I mean, it's in love.
0: Hey, well, there you go. And at least you ain't holding it in, because that's why...
1: I I, I sleep well. Listen,
0: stress is the number one killer Mm -hmm. of
1: black men. I don't let stuff bother me. I get it off my chest. And I think that's the biggest... Like I said, cause there's, like I said, I'm, at, I'm generally at peace with it. I don't, I don't, um, I don't um, that's the biggest thing for me because uh, I don't, like I'm thinking of other stuff. It's like, nope, that wouldn't do anything for me. Just some of the other stuff that people tend to do, that wouldn't do anything for me. And you could probably ask all the friends and, and stuff, especially ones I went to college with some of the ones I went to high school with, they probably tell you the same thing.
0: <laughs> but I, th- I don't. I think self care is different for for everybody. And if that's what helps you, you know, stay healthy mentally, I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. No, okay. No, last no. question: If you had opportunity to write a book, what would it be about, and what would it be called?
1: Oh man! If I had a um right a I to write a book, what would be about what be called? Um
0: Yay, I stumped you. <laughs> <laughs> it would I,
1: it would be about people and uh it would be about people doing something, doing things that's not in their self-interest. I don't know what the heck I call it. Um, I don't think I come in my head stupidity of people, but uh, I can't call book that. um uh but I it, I might call it uh uh trying a different way or doing it a different way. Um, because I think a lot of times people, uh, like they know the answer, they know what they should be doing, but they just don't do it, right? They go with something else, but, which is in their mind is satisfying to them on a short term basis, right? Uh, mm-hmm. this instant gratification kind of thing. Cause I think we, we're too much into that versus mm-hmm. really stepping back. say like, what's better for me from, you know, big picture, long-term perspective, like we was talking about before, like what's better for me? And then I think it's try, trying 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 something different than what mm-hmm. you accustomed yes. to, because people want to get different results and they don't like the results they're getting, but they, it's like, but have you ever thought about like doing something different from what you're doing? Because the, the problem is like, we always blame other people. We blame the devil, we blame these folks who suppose our friends, that they are enemies apparently which, like, how do you, you can't judge people to figure out that they're your enemy, but anyway, um, so all these other forces and stuff is the reason that you can't get to where you want to be.
0: Mm -hmm. It's
1: never you, but it's always you. I always say, it's like, it's the person in the mirror is your biggest obstacle. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: so I think it's like if people just try something different, like, um, because we've always all been there where, like, stuff ain't going our way, whatever the case is, but at some point you got to try something different, and then you got to internalize and say okay what am i doing i can't control all these other people right what am i doing and what can i do differently
0: try something different
1: yeah. i like that and, and what what will fit you mm-hmm.
0: well, <laughs> thank you for doing this will i appreciate this so much um uh, you know i'm just gonna go and put it out there i'm gonna call you again next semester Next <laughs> I say semesters because I live by semesters. Cause school. But,
1: I'm still trying to catch up with every all of them, but I've been. I've been listening.
0: Listen, I don't stop counting my audience. I'm like, I I don't got off my schedule, but I'm just like, I got some listeners. I need to do a listener reward, you know, listener recognition. I got to figure something out that's in my budget.
1: <laughs> <in my> because <laughs> I, yeah, be, I appreciate y'all.
0: I appreciate. My friends indulging me this opportunity in my mind. I don't blew up. I'm the next Oprah Winfrey to my mouth yeah. to God's ears. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey,
1: w- 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 what I told you before, like from my self care perspective, I think I think this is a little. This applies to everybody. Um, as long as people talking, you always could get somewhere. When they're not talking, yeah, that's, that's what the problem. I tell people that with me. Mean, when I stop talking, that means I'm done. <laughs> right, um, That means I'm really done, so you might want to move along. But uh, I think as long as people are talking about stuff and mm-hmm. hearing people just different perspectives, because that's what we don't do enough. We don't listen enough. We don't really mm-hmm. talk about how we feel about different stuff. And
0: I right. think as long as
1: people are doing that, I think this provides that venue for, for mm-hmm. that. right? And everybody got just, a story. Everybody got a story. Like I said, I love listening. Like if, I, if I go on walks at night, that's what I put in. Yeah, like That I am listening listen to. And, uh, and like I said, it'd be so much, it's like, it cracks me up. It's like, and, and you think that, so, well, I'm not interested in that. Like, cause I'm pretty mm-hmm. much open to anything. anything. I don't shut myself down from any, any perspective. Anything, mm-hmm. honestly, anything. Um,
0: That's me. Um, so, cause I'm yeah, already it's... thinking about season four. I'm like, Ooh, I want to do that. I'm already thinking about my signature questions. Mm-hmm. And then some days I tell myself and I know my, my one friend she probably listened my friend Misty stop saying it but <laughs> I think about it and I'm like are you why are you doing this you're not earning not one oh, dollar <laughs> but it's fun for me yeah. like I, I get um there are times where I get you know like discouraged but something in me won't quit Cause I'm just like, okay. And so now it's almost like, I it's like a job almost. And I I just enjoy doing it. Cause I'm like, again, everybody's got a story and Mm -hmm. I love stories. I've always loved reading. I love movies. Now I love listening. So I'm just like, and now like talking about politics and I'm Mm -hmm. just like, and I have no idea what I'm talking about.
1: (laughs) But the thing about it is like, you have no idea of what the impact on people who are listening to it, right? Mm-hmm. Because even on the politics stuff, right? So some people probably don't want to listen to uh, 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 CNN or MSNBC right. or whatever because it's boring, whatever. But hell, they're sitting here and listening to uh, Tracy and Will.
0: But no, like, and, and, and I, I want to talk about it with people and just kind of process it. And I know everybody's not interested on a daily basis, but I'm like, this is a format where I think it's digestible. And yeah. I think you... You study, you research, you listen, and your opinions are informed. I hate an uninformed opinion, even if I disagree
1: with your opinion. Because at that point, you should just shut (laughs) up.
0: Right. Well, I'm going to let you get off the phone because I know you got to go into work tomorrow. (laughs) I'm at home. I hate you. (laughs) So you have a good evening, and thanks again. Have a nice day. Thank you.
1: Thank you for the invite.
0: That's it, everybody. Thanks for listening. Remember, follow me on social media. You can find me on Facebook at Everybody's Home Girl or Instagram at Everybody's Home Girl 11. You can also visit my website at www.Everybody'sHomeGirl.com or shoot me an email and let me know what you think of the show. You can send your emails to homegirlpod at gmail.com. Remember to subscribe, share with a friend or give me a five star rating. As a matter of fact, text a couple of friends right now and share this episode with them. Remember, thanks and have a great day.